call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me. I'll turn his mic on as a simple courtesy. Okay, it's on. <laughs> and now it needs to be replaced, <laughs> having right. been beaten to death. You know what's really bad for this country? People dropping the mic. Who started that tradition? Uh, I think it probably was Gordon Deal, because he has the mic drop on every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, whoever started that is, must have been started by the manufacturer of microphones, because that's terrible for the microphone. Well, it's not good. It's, as you say, it's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It's the WK. Okay, live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark. Joe's here. Mr. Rob Satter is on the other side of the glass where we like to keep him, and he does a fabulous job over there, so we appreciate him uh, coming in today to help us out. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from from you today. Let's talk about the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, that's a place where you can go on North 4th Street in Sunbury or the Kia dealership and see their entire Ford, Kia, Lincoln, or Hyundai vehicles, plus hundreds of pre-owned vehicles that are in perfect condition. You can select the perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. Uh, you can do so online or you can go down to the Routes 11 and 15 location and uh, or North 4th Street and make sure that uh, you are super served. Uh, if you do not need a new vehicle, you just want your existing vehicle cleaned up, you can visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can join the dozens of people who use Sunday afternoon as a time to walk among the vehicles. We saw about a dozen people walking around the cars uh, on Sunday. That's a, I guess that's, is that a Pennsylvania tradition or is cars, are car sales barred everywhere on Sunday. I don't know. Isn't that interesting? I don't travel in wow. other states looking for cars because I've got Sunbury Motors right here in my backyard. Excellent point. You can do as Joe has done several times. Go to sunburymotors.com and see what is the intrigue about Mark ordering up a new Ranger every week and then selling it to someone else. Now, but you can do what I do. That's check out online specials. Build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln online if you can't find what you want on the lot. Remember, they have hundreds of pre-owned vehicles, too. They're a premier service provider for all Marks that makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of uh, trucks and uh, they would just love to help you out of the Sunbury Motor Company. And you so, know if I was a, actually a glunkzillionaire as you often refer to me, I'd buy you that car or that truck just to shut you up. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, talk about it, you obviously you drool every right, time you right, mention right, it. I'll stop. <laughs> no, yeah. no, don't stop. That's what we're here for. <laughs> but well, I would just like to have you actually you know, do something about it. Take an affirmative step. <laughs> <laughs> I think the phrase you used over the equine is buy the blank truck. Well, I was thinking of a thing that says blank or get off the pot, but we won't go into that. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> Either one. Right. Is, is trouble around here. Welcome on board. Did you see the uh, president and the former vice president on 60 Minutes? Last I season? saw the president's unexpurgated version of it, um, some of it. I didn't see it all. But I think he made a great point. She was, she started off hostile and she continued hostile. But she's not hostile. She just interrupts when he 
he lies, when he exaggerates oh. or lies, and he, she doesn't do this for Biden, or Donald doesn't do it for Biden the way Leslie Stahl did it for President Trump. Every time he exaggerates or says something that's blatantly untrue, she stops him. And that, we, I, I'm sorry, I want the president to tell the truth. Obviously, Donald Trump does not do that all the time. So... You cannot stop him in an interview or you will never get through it. It's no wonder he walked out because, you know, all of his facts and statements are But they were he was prone he, to he gave excellent answers. You may not like what he said. You may think he's not telling the truth or he's exaggerating. But you know, let's face it, Joe Biden, I listened to his plan. He's got a plan for everything. He's gonna create five million high paying jobs. Nobody's gonna have to pay for college. Everybody's gonna get free health care. He's been in government forty seven years. Where are all these plans in the past. Why didn't he? Why weren't there laws and bills that he proposed that were going to solve all these problems before now? Now it turns out we have to elect the guy president <laughs> to get all these wonderful ideas that he's had for 47 years. I have always had a plan to cure all known diseases and feed the poor, but I was just waiting until I was president. And what you didn't mention is that at the end of the interview, the White House press secretary came in and handed Leslie Stahl his health plan, and it was enormous. Oh yeah, the big book. Did you see it on TV? I haven't seen it. Uh, is that on camera anyway? Yes, I believe okay. it is on camera. Okay, so he does have a health care plan. Well, that's great. Well, it's good he gave it to 60 Minutes. He ought to give it to the nation or to, I don't know, the media Well, if or 60 somebody. Minutes was fair and reporting yeah. accurately, they would have done a story about it. Well, how do you... Uh, that is shown. It is on the 60 Minutes episode, uh, at least the audio No, no, not, not a story about the plan and what it entails, but the president well, made just it clear. Got he made it clear oh, in that plan that there is absolutely no way that pre-existing conditions will not be covered. And this is one of the lies Biden tells all the time, and nobody catches him on it. Oh, or I think they get caught on it. They're both lying about that. Well, I mean, Joe Biden can't even remember who he's running against. Yesterday... What? Yes. Rob, do you have that cut? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll get it. Okay. But yesterday, I mean, he referred twice to his opponent as being George. So is he running in 20 years ago against George Bush, or is he running today against Donald Trump? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Talk among yourselves. So the question you had earlier, was he talking about uh, George? Well, I think he was talking about George Washington. Probably he's been in Washington so long, he probably thinks that's who he's running against. <laughs> but, you know, that his cognitive ability certainly has to be in question. You know, when you look at, you look at the questions that he got asked over the weekend, uh, my favorite was he said when he uh, announced that he had never taken a dime from a foreign person. Wait, wait, wait. Did you not... Are you blind? Did you not see him sharply and adequately and effectively just participate in two debates? I mean, yes, he might have he announced once or, once or twice. He said he's going to shut down the oil industry. He said what? he challenged the president uh, to uh, show that he had ever said that he was opposed to fracking. He said, put it up on your website. Well, the president did. Biden has said many times he's going to get rid of fracking and uh, he wants to eliminate oil and fossil fuels, shut the, down the right, oil in industry. The, in the past, but that's not a mistake. That's a flip-flop. That's a separate <laughs> criticism. So, But you really, you watched the debate, the second debate that happened last week, and you think that you were convinced after that that the president or vice president has cognitive disabilities? He slowed down toward the end, I thought. Oh definitely. Oh, my God. Joe. Definitely. No. Okay, well, Joe Biden well, did you make already, a mistake over the weekend. You already voted for him, so, I mean, you're <laughs> lost. That's there's, another there's, topic. There's no redemption for you. Here's Joe Biden making reference to voting for George Washington. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be. Four more years of George, uh, George uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where... <laughs> 
if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Oh, Somebody see whispered how cognitive Trump. That, and you know, someone said, "Well, <laughs> he stutters." That wasn't stuttering. That's cognitive dysfunction. Okay, so there's 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 a gaffe in your view. Uh, honestly, Joe, I, I okay, that's fine. The, the Biden is toast. There's no argument there. Let's just stipulate that. No, he's not toast. You won't argue rationally about this. You think one misstatement over the weekend? It's not just one misstatement, Mark. It's didn't a you see him over the? Didn't you see him in the debate? He stood up for two hours against this guy, and he did perfectly and, okay. And what did George Bush get into trouble for during the debate? He no looked at his watch. He looked at his watch, and so did Biden. <laughs> Look at his watch, trying for how long he, do I have to do, endure this? How much more of this torture can this go on? All right, one eight hundred. Say, well, I wouldn't blame him for that one bit, and I and I'm as sharp as the next guy. One eight hundred seven nine. Debatable, but I'll accept your <laughs> yeah, word. You're going to have to accept it for now. We'll stipulate so we can move on. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got open phones. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Mr. Eric is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for checking in. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Joe, I said I'd call first thing Monday morning and talk about the debate, and that's what I want to do. Uh, but first, to refute a couple things you just said. Yes, the president's <clears throat> aide dropped something in front of Leslie Stahl uh, Sunday night or whenever they had the uh, but a report on ABC News this morning. It was nothing but a bunch of memos and other, uh, and there was no formalized plan in that voluminous book that she dropped, that he dropped there. If we had a plan, the president would have presented points of that at the debate, which he was asked about and refused to do. That, that's fact. But he uh, did point out, he, he did point Money. out, he did point out that a, there would absolutely <clears throat> no plan would be advanced that didn't include pre-existing conditions. Okay, so that's, that's one point. And I'll, I'll make the point, he doesn't have to worry about that because he gets rid of Obamacare. People won't have any insurance at all, so pre-existing conditions will go out the window. What about the 22 so, million people? We don't have insurance, you don't have to worry about pre-existing conditions. What about the 22 million people? What about the 22 million Eric? Right? Eric, what about yeah. the 22 million people who lost their plans under Obamacare, despite Obama saying, "If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor." What happened to those 22 million people who lost their plans? And, and that's why we're having another election uh, with another Democrat who's going to uh, to make some changes. And let's not forget, it is the Republicans who came through and speared Obamacare, took out the individual mandate, and took the guts of it out, who made it. Very expensive to everyone to get it. Because Let's the individual the mandate uh, is illegal. Suppose I mandated you have to buy a Zenith television set. You know, that's not legal well, course, in this country. Of course, you, of course you want to take it to the commercial side. The fact of the matter is, Joe, you know and I know, health care in America is more or less guaranteed. You go to Geisinger Medical Center with or without insurance, you have chest pain, you will be seen, you will get treatment. But who pays for that treatment? Ultimately, if the if the, the person does not have insurance, ultimately you and I pay for it okay. because they will eventually get, uh, build a government to stay in business. They will get grants and so forth to keep a a a hospital open. So only you and I pay for it. If we all have insurance, then we all pay a little bit as we should. Well, you can look at it that way, but the problem is that we can't force people to do something in this country. It's unconstitutional. That's all the Republicans said. Come up with a plan that works without having to mandate that somebody buy it. And and they never gave it a chance because as soon as it was out there, they started gutting it. They they cut off the individual mandate and they gutted the the um, what they knew was going to be the basic premise of it was that we all pay a little bit so for the better good. Kind of likely pay taxes, or at least most of us pay taxes. I don't know. Our current president refuses still 
to to show his his uh, tax returns after all these years. Yeah, that's uh, who cares. I'm more interested in how Joe I Biden. Care. Be, I'm I care, <laughs> and I think millions of Americans care. Those of us who pay taxes, who have to you know file taxes every year and pay our fair share. Millions of us care whether our president of the United States pays his fair share or not. I'm more concerned about. Don't care. I'm more concerned about how Joe Biden became a multimillionaire with a, on the salary he made as a United States senator and as a county commissioner. That interests me. And, and if you would look at his tax returns, you will see exactly where every dime came from. But you know what's because interesting had, is they he ask had him. Speaking engagements, he had, he had other deals. Speaking right engagement, there, sure. People trying to buy people trying to buy influence. They pay him a hundred thousand dollars to come speak for and, five and minutes. Where does that show up on his tax returns? Trust me, if there, there's all kinds of Republicans out to look at those returns, see if they can nail him and find the smoking gun. The bottom line is there isn't one. Well, if you don't, Mr. Biden said Thursday night, he looked us right in the eye and said this election is not about his family or about the president's family. It is about us as family. Yes, but he also said that he never took a dime from a foreign foreign entity in his lifetime, but he never said whether or not, and he wasn't asked if he ever took any money from his children, who did earn money from foreign enterprises, and passed 10 or 20 percent of it along to the big guy. Right. Okay, and, and, and you have, and you have um, some sort of smoking gun, you have a canceled check, you have something to prove that, or are you just repeating we have you know, Hunter the we have, party line? We have Hunter Biden's computer, and we also have the testimony of the gentleman, Mr. Bob Ulinsky, who is a decorated Marine veteran, and we're told, uh, as with Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, we should believe the military. He says that Biden was corrupt. All right. Thank you, Eric. we got to move on. Thank okay. you. Okay. Always, always, uh, everyone needs to, to think about how they're going to vote next Tuesday. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Take care, Mark. Take advice. care, Eric. All right. got on the news line now with us now a scheduled uh, guest, Dr. G. Terry Madonna is on the line, director of the Center for Politics and Public Affairs uh, and uh, the director of the Franklin and Marshall College uh, poll. Good morning, sir. Thanks so much for calling in this morning. Good to hear from you. Good morning, doctor. Hey. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I do appreciate that. Uh, I am hoping you can trace for me uh, the steps that uh, President Trump's going to need to go back to the White House. So <laughs> I have a lot of money riding on. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, No, I get it. Uh, how, how is the president going to get back there? He's not leading in very many polls. And, of course, polls right. don't do anything until Election Day. But uh, t tell us right. about the road back to the White House for and, the president. And can he win Pennsylvania? Yeah, well, let's start with the fact that <clears throat> Election Day is November 3rd, officially, but at this point, and these numbers were as of yesterday, they change every five minutes, 60 million Americans have already voted, 40 million by, in, by mail and absentee, and another 20 million in person. So, we're, and we're looking at, by the way, potentially, according to the es estimates by experts, the highest turnout since, I hope you guys are seated, since 1908, <laughs> 1908, we're looking at about 65% of eligible voters. And here's what also is not particularly good news for President Trump. It looks like the spike up of voters between 18 and 29 is going to, and they normally have the lowest turnout, they might still not predicting that will change, but the turnout among those 18 to 29 year olds is going to be very high. That's not very good news for the president. Right now, his most serious problem, I think, is the spike up 
in coronavirus. There's no doubt about that, and that's uh, causing a lot of reflection in a number of states. One other quick point, in the six battleground states that we're following closely, uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, North Carolina, and Arizona, the president, the president is running behind in all six. He won all six four years ago. Now, the race has tightened in Florida and North Carolina and Arizona. The polling numbers are within the margin of error, but he's not doing well in Wisconsin and Michigan, where Wisconsin Biden's ahead by 4.6 percentage points, Michigan by 8.1, and in Pennsylvania, 5.1. And, I mean, I think this uptick in COVID-19 has really emerged as... Uh, well, it has been his most serious problem. I think he's got to get an economic plan and spell it out in detail and also health care. It's not just enough to say, well, we're going to protect people with corona. You know, we're going to protect people with pre-existing conditions. He has no specific plan on the table. Did either of the candidates, Dr. Madonna, get a bump after the debate? No, it looks like it was pretty static. Uh, the uh, uh, Again, Trump seems to have done a little better in these pivotal battleground states, uh, a, little, a little better. Here's what's fascinating. You notice how little change there actually has been. The polling numbers have been fairly static. Yep, up a couple of points. Yep, down a couple of points. You got, But no big shift, no dramatic shift for months. And I don't think, I mean, Trump might have gotten a little help in some of the battleground states. Uh, but the fact of the matter, in, in, in the ones that I mentioned, Florida, North Carolina, and Arizona, and I don't know what the solution is, and I don't know that anybody knows for the president, if he loses uh, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, and Wisconsin, I think it's going to be tough sledding for the president to get the 270 electoral votes. The president's uh, trouble started last October, according to the Franklin and Marshall uh, t tracking poll that showed that that's when his popularity or uh, job approval started to decline. W what happened last October, long before the pandemic was even imagined, he was already uh, starting to decline in terms of uh, the popularity? Well, as you know, President Trump has a very different style and personality than perhaps any other president in American history. Now, we do, did have Give Him Hell Harry. Of course, I'm talking about Harry Truman. But the press didn't uh, report, you know, the comments that he made, the awkward and untoward comments that he often made, as they do with, uh, well, they don't have to. Trump gets it out there themselves. The press doesn't have to interview him. It's called Twitter. Uh, and I think some of it has to do with the nature of his personality and style. I've argued all along that it's not just what Trump has done in terms of the economy. Uh, I think the bigger problem with the president is his style and personality. And then you have the, the fact that, uh, that since coronavirus, of course, we went into a recession and that's not been helpful, even though he's made the argument that we've come back from the depths of the recession and with each passing month the economy uh, is getting better so i think a lot of it has to do with style 
and personality and uh, the reactions that uh, uh, particularly Democratic voters have had. Have you done any polling on what issues are going to actually drive this election? And if so, what, what, are, the, what are the ones you think yeah. are the pe people care most about? Yeah, well, and I think polls have been consistent. The most serious problem the president has, as I indicated before, is, is coronavirus. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And in our state, for example, in the September poll, we have another poll out later in the week. Uh, when, you, when we take a look at what really has mattered to voters, it's been coronavirus. In my state, it's been the most, it's the single most important problem, at least in the September poll. The second thing is the economy. If you go back to American history, the economy, not in every single election, obviously, but in most elections, it has been the most important factor. That's a, a significant reason why Jimmy Carter lost to Ronald Reagan in 1980 and why George Herbert Walker Bush lost to Bill Clinton in 1992 and why President Obama then Senator Obama won the presidency in 2008. And so you know, the economy certainly has, I, I don't think there's any doubt that it's improved. The question is, has it improved enough? But here's the big but. As I speak to you right now, the president's job performance on the economy is 50.5% positive. 50.5, that's why he talks about it as much as he can because that's his strong suit. Then the third issue is healthcare. Healthcare was the most significant issue two years ago in the midterm election when the big debate was over uh, the cost of prescription drugs. Now it's COVID-19, the number of, and we have flu season coming, the number of people who are gonna, who have sought medical advice and, he'll, and who will seek it. And that's another serious problem I think the president faces. Uh, so the president's unfavorable uh, rating has uh, gone up. There are more people are unfavorable. What about Joe Biden as the election uh, ha continues? Yeah. Are his unfavorable numbers changing? Oh, listen, that is one great question. That is a, a big question. In 2016, for the first time since we've had, uh, how do I put this, since the last time, since we've had scientific polling, both Hillary Clinton and Donald J. Trump were more unpopular than popular. That's the first time that we've seen that in scientific polling. Right now, in many polls, Joe Biden is more popular than unpopular, or it's pretty close to being even. The fact of the matter is that that's another consideration where people tend to like Biden, even if they don't always agree with him. Uh, and. And what's interesting is they may not like Trump nearly as much, but again, on the economy, that's his strongest suit on COVID-19. When they ask his approval rating, it's 40.6. Think about that, 40.6%. You go back into April, May, and even into June, it was 50% positive. So a lot of, too many voters think that Trump isn't taking this serious enough. What about the vice presidential candidates, Dr. Madonna? Do they have any influence on, uh, do, do popularity studies on them? Or are they going to contribute anything yeah. to the campaign? Yeah, that's a great question. If you go through American history, you'll find that no one votes. 
they're going to say, well, look, I don't like Trump, but I like Pence. I'm going to vote for Pence. Or I like Senator Harris. I'm not crazy about uh, Vice President Biden, but I'll vote for Biden anyway. That's not a calculus the voters go through. There is one other aspect to it that's worth pointing out. Again, I don't think it's making sense at all. There's no evidence that it is. But remember, which, whichever candidate wins for the presidency, uh, Trump or Biden, they will become the oldest president elected in American history. In 2016, Trump at 70 became the oldest president. Before him, it was Ronald Reagan who was 69. So Biden will be 78 if he wins before the January 20 inauguration. And of course, President Trump is 74. So that might give some pause if you get my point because of their age. Uh, but historically, it's made no difference, and it doesn't seem to be making any difference now in the outcome of the election. Let's talk about these people. Uh, your polling and all the, all the very, very latest polling show that there's still this chunk of millions of Americans who are undecided. Describe this group of people. <laughs> I'm going to be flip about this. Are they living in a cave? What's wrong with them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the way I put it. Uh, if you haven't made up your mind by now, what do you need to know that hasn't already right. been out in the press at least a thousand times? Actually, gentlemen, we have a smaller number of undecided voters than we've had in recent years, believe it or not. It's about 11 or 12 percent nationally. Now, don't get me wrong. The campaigns obviously would try to reach them and are trying to reach them. But this is uh, and, and Biden more than Trump has been. I think trying to reach out to other groups of voters that uh, the Democrats didn't do very well with in 2016. Trump's campaign has been about the base, B-A-S-E, getting out the working class voters, the voters that produced the electoral college for electoral college for him back in 2016. So, look, undecided voters aren't as likely to vote as voters. You know, partisans, people who have made up their mind. And remember, independent and undecided voters often have lean in one direction anyway. Uh, but the other fact is that undecided voters aren't paying as much attention to the election as decided voters are. And again, I'm back to the point that you guys uh, may, uh, mentioned earlier and I, I chuckled with, and that is, you mean you haven't made up your mind yet? What do you need to know that you don't know now? Well, that's a good point, but let's let carry it one step further. Joe Biden has been, for lack of a better word, hiding in his basement, basically. He's only traveled right. a few miles away from home. He's done distance rallies where people are blowing their car horns, where the president's out doing two, three, four events a day to large crowds. You know, is, is this stay-at-home going to work for Biden? I mean, you say, what do people need to know? Well, he's not out there addressing the issues. He's not out there taking tough questions. Doesn't, shouldn't that concern people? Well, oh, I think it's an important aspect of the campaign. You're exactly right. But there, look, there's a very, there's a very simple answer as to why Joe Biden's not out campaigning. You know what it is? He has the lead. If you're in the lead, his campaign, why does he want to go out? Why does he want to go out and risk, uh, you know, some kind of major stumble that could damage his campaign? So. He hides out in his basement, you're exactly right, doing relatively few events, and they're very controlled, and it's worked so far. 
it has worked. And so his campaign has believed there's no reason to send him out. He leads nationally. He leads in the battleground states. Uh, I, I think that's fairly clear. It's like the Alfred E. Newman, why kill yourself, you know? I want to remind the FCC that you happen to be listening to WDKOK Sunbury. We'll have a CBS News update coming up shortly, but we'll move right past the top of the hour. Uh, let's look at Pennsylvania. Uh, do you see the, uh, the popularity of Joe Biden in Pennsylvania possibly extending to the state house or the state senate seats that are up for election? Yeah, yeah well, of course, uh, the Cook Report... Uh, which does these analyses now rates the House of Representatives are in our state as a toss-up. The Democrats would need to pick up nine seats to take over the state house in Pennsylvania. They took uh, 11 seats in the two thousand. They won 11 seats in the state house in 2018. That is the Democrats. Uh, I, I, I would. I do. I think the Democrats are going to pick up seats. Yes. Yes, I do. And I'm just not sure, and other analysts I talk to in the state aren't sure whether the Democrats can pick up nine. That's a, remember, a lot of the sort of iffy or, or uh, competitive House districts shifted to the Democrats uh, in, in the midterm election in 2018 when they won 11 seats in the House and five seats in the Senate. I'm not ruling out that that can happen. Uh, but it's just something we're going to have to wait and see. All right. Uh, back on the national picture, uh, there's a lot of concern about the sec election security and uh, yep. whether, you know, whether it's rigged or just, uh, you know, a flawed system of mail-in voting, voting and so on. Uh, why is it that conservatives are so much more concerned about that uh, than liberals or Democrats? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Here's why. Number one, far more Democrats are voting by mail than Republicans. Uh, at one point in my state, it was three to one. I think it's now two to one. But but look, if Democrats are favored uh, in terms of the mail-in ballot, and we're going to reach who knows how many, and I'm, you got to be careful when you start, you know, when you predict these things. Uh, but we we could have upwards of two million people uh, vote by mail uh, and if more Democrats are voting that way you can see why Republicans have raised one issue after another about the safety and security of mail-ins and why courts in Pennsylvania and, and federal courts have weighed in on challenges to a whole variety of aspects of mail-in voting there's just simply no doubt about that let me ask you this question, and I guess we're, we're almost out of time. Is this race going to be won based on issues or personalities? Uh, a combination of both. Uh, I do think that for Democrats, a lot of it is its personality and its style, which, and, and I'm just saying what the Democrats say now, which is offensive to, to many of them. But remember, he's culturally, Trump's culturally conservative. Uh, you know, the Democrats argue that He's out to benefit the rich, and the rich have uh, benefited far more than any other uh, than any than any other uh, income group in American society under his presidency. So I think the Democrats do have issue configuration, you know, issues that configure into their thinking. But my sense is it's a combination of both. Boy, when you talk to Democrats, they're visceral in their hostility 
to the president. And by the way, the Democrats who support the president, who give him a positive job performance, let's say, are in the single digits. Single digits. And the Republicans who give the president a positive job performance are about 85 to 90 percent positive. And we've not had that difference since we've had scientific polling. It's really profound right now, the, the ideological uh, differences between Democrats and Republicans on just about every issue. So you can't rule that out completely. Well, Joe Biden won't answer the question about packing the court, but have, has any polling been done about how people feel generally about packing the court and whether it's a good or bad idea? Yeah, in the polls that I've seen, they generally do not favor it. Uh, you, you know, yeah, and Biden has been inconsistent, uh, inconsistent on it. Uh, and and make no mistake about it, that that's that's become something of an issue, particularly with Republicans who are using it to galvanize their uh, their electorate. But Biden has done something that Hillary hasn't done. He has reached out to the working class electorate that put uh, Donald J. Trump into the White House. He is that's why on fracking he has said, "Oh, I am for fracking." Now you know. That got all convoluted over the weekend, and uh, Republicans are going after Biden for saying, yes, you are going to end uh, fracking, and he says, no, 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 we're just going to stop the subsidies for it. But that issue has gotten complicated, and Biden was making inroads. One of the reasons he leads in the battleground states, uh, up in the, particularly up in the uh, upper Midwest and including Pennsylvania, it, it is that he's reached out to the voters in the working class areas, and we'll have to see if the if the uh, complexity and inconsistency inconsistencies on fracking make a difference. Anything else critically important to d discuss or mention that we did not ask you? Well, I don't know how soon it will be because before we know who wins the presidential election. How's that one for? Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Be multiple lawsuits. I would be stunned if there are not multiple lawsuits in a number of states. Most of which will come from Pennsylvania. I see that a mile away. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Yes, Madonna. Thank Thanks for checking in. We're always great to hear from you and appreciate your analysis. Uh, in the weeks ahead after the election, after after the most of the votes are counted, we'll call you back and uh, get your view on what happened. You aren't giving any odds, are you, Dr. Madonna? No, no, no. Okay. I'll tell you one of the things I learned. No prediction. <laughs> the hard work. Okay. Thank you very much, right. sir. Thank hey, you so my much. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Thank it. You. Dr. Terry Madonna from Franklin and Marshall College, head of the Franklin and Marshall College poll. And they'll have a poll coming out shortly, so you'll be able to see the results of some, some of the latest polling. Everybody's doing their polling basically on a weekly basis anymore. Quinnipiac's going to be had one Friday, and they're going to have an update this week. And then uh, let's see who else. Rasmussen, of course, the conservative poll uh, still shows Biden ahead in most states with those new numbers over the weekend. So to be continued. Uh, we are going to take a quickie break. When we are done with that break, uh, we'll have a CBS News update. Then we'll do our local news and we'll resume with an open phones Monday on WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. Like a champ.
champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under twenty grand for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays, L.A. Dodgers, no matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. News Radio 1070 WKOK wants to help you cast your ballot in November. No matter who you plan to vote for in the upcoming election, visit WKOK.com and click on our voter information link. You'll find links to online voter registration, finding your polling location to vote in person, registering for a mail-in or absentee ballot, or even information for first-time voters. Visit WKOK.com and click on our voter information link. Then, you'll be one step closer to making sure your vote counts with News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hello, we're the Sussex, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. And now a game of commercial chicken brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Hi. Um, guess we should talk about something. <laughs> How's the, um, vermicelli game in your town? Got any good Vietnamese restaurants? Vermicelli? Oh, it's a noodle. Very good. Congress is switched to Progressive could say big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. CBS News Brief. A crush of early voters leads to long lines across the country. This man was among them in Pittsburgh. If it wasn't 2020, I'd say no. It's better to show up and vote. But uh, this year's just an ungodly mess for a variety of reasons. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill are ready to confirm the president's pick for the Supreme Court. Correspondent Tom Foti is in Washington. Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation as a Supreme Court justice is expected today after Senate Republicans voted overwhelmingly on Sunday to advance President Trump's nominee. Democrats oppose the president installing a new justice to replace the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg before the November 3rd election. California bracing for more wild Wildfire weather, strong winds, low humidity, and Colorado snow offers relief. KCNC's Connor McHugh. It is about ankle deep here in Granby, and that is exactly what firefighters want to see right now. CBS News Brief. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Radio 
1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Jill McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Listen Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. If you have any reaction to the analysis from Dr. G. Terry Madonna from Franklin and Marshall College, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, Joe remembers when he was at Millersville University, so that was uh, back a few years. Uh, but the Franklin and Marshall poll, and uh, Dr. Madonna, 70-some years old, but very youthful and staying super active during some of these uh, election, so we appreciate uh, that. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We invite you to call us if you would like to participate in our talk show. Uh, the Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. Our toll-free line is open now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. We had an accident earlier today on Route 487 near Route 61. That Crash is all clear. Still not clear. A gum up on 83 southbound going through Harrisburg, so there's a mile-long backup approaching that crash site near the Colonial uh, Park and uh, Progress exits in Harrisburg. So watch out for that slowdown if you are headed south today. Firefighters from Lewisburg called out for an accidental porch fire that broke out on a home on 8th Street today. There's some smoking materials on the home apparently sparked a fire there. That was out quickly. State troopers from Milton say Saturday night's fatal collision claimed the life of 70-year-old David Hester of Montgomery. We began telling you Saturday night about the gum up on uh, Route 15 after that head-on collision. State Game Commission says chronic wasting disease is here. All over the southern and western parts of the state, but has been moving northward in recent years. It has gotten all the way up into our area. Uh, we've had a couple of positive cases pop up in Snyder County. That is a state game. Warden Jared Turner on a recent edition of WKOK Sunrise. If you suspect or need more information or want to have your deer tested, we have all the information uh, from the State Game Commission Chronic Waste and Disease Contact uh, info at WKOK.com. After having few, if any, new coronavirus cases in most of the previous weeks, Bucknell University now has 10 cases. Students are sheltering place and campus gatherings are on hold. We have lots more about that at WKOK.com. We broke some records over the weekend, a record 76 new cases of COVID-19 in the Valley and a record 64 new cases in Northumberland County. These are an increase in the number of people who've tested positive for coronavirus. Tomorrow on WK. KOK's on the mark program at 9 a.m. State Senator John Gordon of the 27th District, a Republican seeking re-election, will have an opportunity to talk uh, to and with uh, the uh, candidate, Michelle Siegel, the Democratic nominee for that particular race. That'll be here on On the Mark at 9 a.m. I'll actually switch rooms and we'll go up to the conference room so everybody can be all spaced out, so to speak, uh, socially distanced <laughs> throughout, not spaced out, per se. You may be spaced I, uh, out. That would be just normal for me. I knew this was... I was backing myself into a corner.
corner there. Amen, brother. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be up in the conference room, and Joe will be here in the catbird seat tomorrow morning uh, for the On the Mark uh, program as uh, we have State Senator John Gordon and Michelle Siegel here. So if you have a question you'd like us to put to them, send us to us now at onthemark at WKOK.com. We won't be taking in any caller questions or new email questions tomorrow, but if you have a question for them, send it to us now, and we'll uh, put that to the candidates. Finally, it is not animal cruelty to tether a dog to a President Trump re-election sign. In Westmoreland County, we found out the hard way over the weekend after a dog was tethered to a Trump sign most of the weekend. And the reason was the sign had been vandalized several times and even stolen. So the man put his dog there. But a dog law officer said it was fine. He was walking the dog a half a dozen times a day. It had water, shelter, and food. All close by. Right, yes. Yeah, so no uh, no hazard and no issue with all of that. So he got the all clear to leave the guard dog on the Trump side. came back twice because people who apparently support Mr. Biden complained twice about it. So they were Oh, actually... I don't think... <laughs> if you saw the TV version of this, it doesn't have anything to do with supporting Biden. They were concerned that the dog was left alone. Well, because the dog was there for several hours at a time, you know, without anybody there to attend to him, which is fine. I mean, dogs sit in the backyard all day long and they're quite content. So the dog is fine and I think it was dog lovers, not uh, Trump or Biden support. Although may- maybe more Biden supporters, who knows, uh, wanted to see if they well, could Well, they didn't steal his signs anymore, that's for sure. Right, yeah, the sign and dog are still there today. Uh, in the middle panel there, Joe, read that uh, right here, this message. Oh, okay, uh, Dick from Milton says Biden looked at his watch when the moderator said they were almost out of time, just like most people would. Well, I hate to tell you, but he was sneaking a glance earlier. No, he was not. Yes, Don't even was. start with me, Joe. <laughs> you and President Trump making up stuff as you go. I'm making it up. You, did you watch it? Do you see him staring at his watch? He never did. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, upper right hand. All right. Then this one, I, I I heard this too, and I didn't. I meant to, to question Dr. Madonna about it, but I didn't. He said, I'm listening to your guests, and I heard him say something about Trump's personality. I don't know if my ears heard me right, but did he say a violent personality? Yes, he did. I think probably he meant to say volatile. Okay. And it came out violent. Uh, I don't think that Dr. Madonna believes the president is violent. But Does the president have a violent personality? Nobody has a volatile personality. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I watched the 60 Minutes interview. It's uh, it's quite the spectacle to uh, see how he was handled. The trouble is, she would just not let him exaggerate at all, which is so common in a political campaign. And if you stop a politician from exaggerating, uh, you'll never get anything done. And then uh, Nora O'Donnell did not do that to Joe Biden. So he, he got interrupted a couple times when he yes, said Joe Biden, that weren't oh, the tough question. He asked is, what flavor of milkshake did you order? I <laughs> know. That was, that was last week. Well, that, right. that, that will stick with me for the rest of my life. What flavor milkshake did you order? All right. All right. Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan you and Berlin. I are in full agreement that President Trump is somehow going to eke out a win. Uh, but what's your reaction to the polls that say uh, the president has a lot of work to do this week? I say they're wrong again like they were in 2016. Like Terry Madonna, Dr. Madonna said that I bet that uh, Biden's winning by staying in the basement. Now, how does he know that? He's gone by the polls that saying he's winning by staying in the basement. Trump's out there three, four times a day with thousands and thousands. In fact, the crowds are larger 
than they were in 2016. So I, I disagree with Dr. Madonna on that, that I think by losing, by stay hiding in the basement. And another assumption, Terry, Mad Dr. Madonna uh, said 18 to 29-year-olds, they're signing up, so that makes it look worse for Trump. I disagree. I meet, I met several young people in that age group. They're all out for Trump. They're not for Biden. I'd say yes. Your college kids that were brainwashed by their liberal professors are going to vote for Biden, <laughs> but not your not your working people out here that never had the great opportunity for the brainwash college brainwashing as the media basically all had yeah that madonna's wrong there too i believe my personal opinion well dr madonna in addition to doing this polling work he also is a lifelong expert on the American presidency. It's one of the things he studied. So I think when he makes a historical reference, or he brings not only the polling information, but he brings an historical frame of reference to it that I think gives him added weight. I don't always like what he says, but I think you'd, you'd be ill-advised to ignore what he says. <laughs> well, okay. We were always told uh, out here... Where I actually live, we're told that you can't go by us. We're a bunch of hill stick hillbilly people that don't know anything. Pencil Yet these people rose up in the last election and voted for the best president in my lifetime. Yet they're smarter than we're claimed to be because we didn't go along with the establishment politicians that were always put in because, quote-unquote, they're smarter than we are. And for the first time, we have a great president who will be reelected, not by the, in spite of all the enemies against Trump. But with all due respect, Dan, media, with all due respect, politicians, Dan, with all and due all respect, you always Republicans, say, yes. Yeah, with all due respect, you always say, everybody I know does feels this way. But the problem is you no. don't know everybody. No, uh, not everybody, Joe. I, I, have, I, I have relatives that are not going to vote for Trump. <gasps> They're in the college uh, educated group that have advanced college degrees, and they're not for Trump. But that, that's their problem. And I, I don't even talk to them about politics because they'll, they'll shoot me down every time. <laughs> so we don't talk politics anymore. And I, you know, but I'm talking about, I know other college educated people with doctor degrees that love Trump. They really? think he's great. Really? <laughs> yes, they do. And I, I know a lot of people with advanced degrees that, that really think a lot of Trump, and they're going to vote for him. You'd be surprised, because I do, I do talk to people about it. Everybody I know, I want to 
try to find out what they think. Except your relatives. Yeah, they don't, they'll never agree with me. I still love them, but what can you say? All right, thank you, sir. Thanks, Dan, appreciate your call. Yep, and I thank you for the time, and I love hearing Dr. Madonna, but it's just—it's not going to come out the way they think it is. <laughs> well, we'll talk to him again in about two weeks, and uh, he'll he be has, able to... If he has egg on his face, he'll admit it. Well, yeah, he, well he, they had a lot of egg the last time. <laughs> I think what the, the polls didn't say that the... The polls just said that Hillary Clinton was ahead. You know, Dr. Madonna says that has nothing to do with how the electorate is actually going to vote, nor how the Electoral College is going well, to turn Well, I didn't out, ask so. him this time because I asked him the last time we had it on, and he acknowledged that there are many people who just will not tell a pollster that they're going to vote for Donald Trump. Well, I think people won't put a sign in their front yard because they don't want mm-hmm. the ridicule or the sign stolen or their neighbors uh, thinking less of them. Well, and it's still a dilemma with pollsters is Democrats are overrepresented. You know, Democrats have the majority of there are the majority of the people in the U.S. and they're overrepresented in the polls and I think the the polls skew that way as a result. You know they try to correct them and make sure that they try to get a balance and maybe they're completely successful. Maybe these polls are 100% accurate, but the real poll takes place November 3rd and, and then in the days to follow as all the mail-in ballots. Talked to Joe Camps this morning. He said a quarter of the registered voters in Snyder County have requested mail-in ballots, many of whom have already cast them. So it's a real zoo in the election offices these days. They're, they're just doing a great job. Oh, good. Then up. it won't be crowded at the polls on election day. It shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great turnout, but uh, it shouldn't be packed to the gills. It should be just like it was in the June primary, you know, when we had a, a, a lighter turnout. All right, 1-800-795-9565. What do you think about Dr. Madonna or Dan's call or some of Joe's offhand remarks about uh, uh, Joe Biden? Uh, Losing uh, his not offhand remarks. Faculties about that. They're they're um, concerning. I mean, I can't imagine not being you. concerned about it. Who won the election in 1908? The other popular election. I have to go back and look at that. I'm trying. Isn't to think. that funny? <laughs> Such a smart guy like you, and you can't even remember. It's Taft, obviously. No, anybody it wasn't could Taft. say that. Well, no, it wasn't Taft. It was probably it Roosevelt. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I'm going to bask in my victory. We'll be right back. Whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under twenty grand for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays, LA Dodgers, no no matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. COVID-19 impacted a lot of things this year, including regular vaccination appointments. Vaccines help protect you and everyone around you, especially during flu season. Schedule an appointment with your health care provider today to make sure you and your children are vaccinated. Vaccines keep us safe, and they work. 
Skip the flu this year. Get your vaccination today. Let's stay protected together. For more information, visit health.pa.gov. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. In this era of social distancing, keep your distance from motorcycles and give them the space they need to operate safely on the roadways. Remember, even a minor accident can be deadly to a motorcyclist and passenger. All drivers share the important responsibility to share the road. Remove distractions, drive responsibly, and always give motorcycles their space. PennDOT wants to make sure that everyone arrives home safely as someone's life depends on it. Always look twice and watch for motorcycles. Share the road. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. In this election, the health and financial security of voters over 50 are on the line. That's why AARP Pennsylvania is fighting for your voice to be heard. If you haven't voted yet, now is the time to learn about your voting options and cast your ballot. We're working to make sure you can vote safely whether you choose to vote from home or in person. And if you choose to vote by mail, make sure you return your ballot using both envelopes. Your ballot goes in the smaller envelope for secrecy, and that goes into the larger envelope for mailing. Also, don't forget to sign the voter declaration on the back. Your voice matters. Make sure it's heard. Go to aarp.org slash pavotes to learn about your voting options and how to vote safely this election. Visit aarp.org slash pavotes today. Paid for by AARP. The last thing we need to do is turn the Supreme Court into just a political football. Whoever has the most votes gets whatever they want. Presidents come and go. Supreme Court justices stay for generations. Do you take any responsibility for the country being divided against itself? Do you feel that? I'd like not to, but, you know, perhaps everybody has to take a little responsibility for it. But when people put out phony witch hunts, you know, when they spy on your campaign, you have to fight back. All right, those are excerpts of 60 Minutes last evening. Joe Biden got a calm interview from Nora O'Donnell. Both, they're acquainted, too. What flavor so of milkshake not... would you like, Mr. <laughs> Vice President? Well, she asked him tough questions, and he answered, and he did a fabulous job. Uh, you know, there's I no dilemma. the president did until he gave excellent answers until he was. No, I'm talking about Joe Biden. Oh, he did, okay. Well, the president did fine, too, under you know, withering opposition, you know. I like uh, President Obama's remarks over the weekend saying, if you can't stand up to Leslie Stahl, you're not going to be able to stand up to Vladimir Putin. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the president just gets tired of it, you know, because everybody, everything he says, somebody wants to jump on, and and you know, it doesn't matter if he's doing a bit of puffery. When he says she jumped on him for saying we had the greatest economy in the America's history, well, that's arguable. You know, you, well, it's, it, it's it wasn't empirically the, impossible to show, though. Well, you can't. So it's his opinion. It's puffery. It's not a lie. But yet she felt the need to call him on that. She could have said or cited if she knew it to be a fact. Well, what about the economy in 1927 when this or that or happened? post-World War II. Right. She didn't have any of those facts at her command. She just wanted to so argue with the president. rather than refute it, just say uh, th this is where the economy was better. I see what you're saying. Well, you know, he would... I highly invite people to do... I did. I linked to it through the CBS site. CBS put a link up for the uh, the 
the release that the president did of the entire interview. I just think it's fascinating. You get to see that when they're sitting down, they're getting ready, and then they do the actual interview, and then, of course, time runs short, and they get a warning that time is, is time was nearing an end, so they were almost done. Plus, they were supposed to do a walkthrough afterward. Right. Walkthrough, and they, they, the president declined to do that. But so I guarantee that didn't you. I but anyway, it's fascinating to see sort of behind the scenes at some point a flag is is wiggling in the background, so they stop and, and redo that. The president's irritated because he wants to get it done and get it over with, and he knows he's on the hot seat. And uh, I don't blame him for being irritated. Listen, I, I think that the, the, the important thing to me is that the president was willing to meet with a tough reporter and sit there and answer tough questions, where Joe Biden doesn't get that kind of treatment. And, you know, I'm sorry, but I think I, I agree with Dr. Madonna. Why would you come out of your basement if it's working for you, if the polls are there? But I can't believe that the Democrats and the people who might be inclined to vote for Joe Biden don't want to hear solid answers to tough questions from their candidate. I want to hear them. No, unless the you're just of the no, opinion no, 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 no. No. unless you're just of the opinion that, you know, Donald Trump is so bad that there's absolutely nothing that would propel me to vote for him. The stakes are too high. It, nobody wants to hear those answers. Nobody wants to do anything to rock the boat. Nobody <laughs> wants to report on Hunter Biden. Nobody oh, wants I know. That, that's nobody right. wants they any of that stuff because we got to get this nation back on firm footing, get President Trump out of there, and then we can decide, and then Joe Biden can do whatever he needs Why to. He? If, he's a, if he's a corrupt criminal and he's the worst politician we ever had, then he's just going to be a four-year one. Why are if we he, on shaky footing? Well, because Explain of President that. Trump. Well, how? What, what has he done that leads you to believe we're on shaky footing? Just um, tell me, what is it? All of the reasons? Well, you want give me, me one good everything? one. Give me one good one. Oh, my gosh. Well, telling X number of lies. You say it's not 20,000. The Washington Post says it's 20,000. So it's probably 10,000. Let's suppose it's only 5,000. And half of those are opinion. Doesn't it bother you that the president said 2,500 lies Does over the past Does it bother you that Joe Biden said he graduated at the top of his law class and had three uh, degrees? never be able to live that down. No, that's no, a terrible thing No, I'm just saying that said. he lies, too. All right, there's so, one. No, but Where's I'm another? saying it's a, it's a false equivalency. If you're going to say that Donald Trump is somehow morally reprehensible for lying, okay. then you have to say Joe Biden is morally reprehensible for lying. He's a, a, a proven plagiarist. Okay, how about... Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, what moral high ground does he command? Just explain that to me. Who was the first person to put kids in cages? Barack Obama. Describe the adjectives that describe that process. What? What do you mean? The what, are, what, what, what? How would you describe that, that process? Is it acceptable or unacceptable? Well, you have to have them someplace for them that is clean, safe, and secure. So you find it acceptable. You separate I, I families and put the kids in cages. Well, we separate families in this country. When you're arrested for a crime, Mark, they don't let your kids go to jail with you. So we separate families when you know all the time in this country. Well, that kills my question. I was going to build on the fact that most people find that reprehensible, but if you find it acceptable, then that, I don't that find, kills the it's question. Not, as you say, it's not ideal. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, President Trump could have easily stopped that. Everybody recognized it as not ideal, but the president didn't and doesn't and hasn't decided to stop that, even though you recognize now that it's not ideal, but at the same time acceptable. Do we put people up in Holiday Inns somewhere? Is that is that better? I don't know. If they get, are they well fed? Are they well fed? Are they getting health care? You shouldn't take. Are we making a serious effort to reunite them with parents and prove the parents are legitimate? Well, we separated them. First of all, you shouldn't separate the families. You should keep them together, whatever that takes. And well, our our jails are going to be mighty crowded when no, we start no, putting all those families. You should return them back to wherever they came from if they're not going to be allowed in here. If they're seeking refugee status, you should keep them together. I mean, you're even separating nursing mothers from infants. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's it's gone from. 
I know you say it's not ideal. I say it's unacceptable. I find it deplorable, but it's, it's a terrible system, and it was started by Barack Obama, and it should have been ended long ago. Upper right-hand corner, please. It says, good morning, gentlemen. Last week before the all-important vote for uh, vote, have for a... Have a for you this morning. Could you refresh my mind? When was the last time Vice President Biden was interviewed by a right-wing interviewer or a program? Oh, that's never. Yeah, never. I don't think he would never do an interview with Fox or Hannity or somebody like well, that. Well, they always invite them. I mean, every morning I see if I watch an interview on Fox and Friends or one of their <laughs> stations, they always say, we reached out to the opponent and they ha- we haven't heard back. Well, my philosophy at home, at work, and in my life is don't go looking for trouble. So that's that's why Joe Biden won't uh, do an interview with Sean Hannity. And or... you don't think it has anything to do with the fact that he might not be able to compete to complete the questions in a logical. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he'll do as well think as he'd some be a people. Gaff machine. He might not do as well as you or I, or maybe as well as President his... Trump. I, I don't think he's seen or anything. I, you know, he's, well, he's remember a he's running against something. George. Who is George? <laughs> Which George is he running against? George Washington. <laughs> uh, but hey, look, obviously he would not do ideally in those situations, just because he wouldn't be able to keep up but with we those don't know. kind of interviews. We don't know because he isn't doing it. President Trump... But it doesn't matter. If, if you are the person who the most people in the U.S. want as president, let them put you in as president with or without tough questions. And unlike the Democrats, if he's elected, he will be my president, and I will support him, and I will hope that 100%. he succeeds. Just like me supporting unlike President the, Trump. Oh, well, yeah, you've been a real bulwark in support well, I don't, president. I don't do anything to undermine his authority or question I, question his senility or something like that. Well, you question him. He may often. act like a buffoon, but he doesn't. He there. Mentally, he's Buffoonery. Fine. So, in other words, it's all right to be a buffoon. Or, no, it's not all right to be a buffoon, but it's all right to be mentally uh, a little shaky. Oh, gosh, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I, you're really on thin ice here. I just think you, when you insult people like that, whether they're the I'm vice president him. running for office or brutal. anybody who has any cognitive impairment, I think you're insulting a lot of people. And I really, it's 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 in poor taste I'm in my ins- view. I'm not insulting people with cognitive impairment, but I don't think they should be running for president of the United not States. Not intentionally. I see what you're saying. Uh, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Last caller before a quickie break. Yeah, Joe's all the time crying about these questions he wants to ask. I want to know what Joe, tell me, Joe, what questions you want Joe Biden to answer. He'll get them. That are tough. Tell me what questions you want to answer. Okay, first of all, is that Hunter's computer? Are those emails genuine? He just answered that. He just answered that. He, on no, he didn't. He, he said, said, no, it's not. He said it was Russian disinformation. He didn't say, and yet well, everybody. That's the answer. Everybody you know, says. What, 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 what do you want? Okay, what else do you want? Well, okay, wait a second. Everybody, on even now, the. Give me another one. Even the intelligence director said it wasn't Russian well, disinformation. Well, on that one, he answered the question. You said, you said about what question do you want to answer? Right, are you, you going to stack the, the Supreme question. Court? Well, there is no other way to answer it if it's Russian disinformation. But it wasn't. It's Russian disinformation. There's but, no other way to answer it. But he lied. It's not Russian disinformation. No, no, now you're saying he lied. Now, get, now, now he answered that question. Now, give me another, okay. he give said, me another question. He said he answer. never took a dime from any foreign interest. Give me another question. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Another 
another one. He said he never took a dime from any foreign I'm, interest. I want another question. Well, you won't let me ask it. The answer is, did you ever get any money from your son, who did get money from foreign interest? He answered that, too. No, he, he didn't. Said, no, I never got a cent. He, I never got a penny. From a foreign he interest. My, he never he answered. My uh, taxes have been released for 22 years. He never answered. So it would be in his taxes if he got that money. <laughs> not to me another one. Well, not, necess not necessarily. That's true that he's answered already. Not necessarily. You say the president oh, lies yes, on his taxes. Oh, yes, necessarily. He All answered right. those questions. Are you going to stack the Supreme Court? He answered that. No, he didn't. He said he's not a fan of it. He, he never gave a... He said he's going to form a commission, and they're going to, uh, with Republicans and Democrats, and, and they're going to have... They're going to talk about it. They're going to have a thing for six months, and they're going to decide <laughs> what what needs to be done as far as changing the way things are done as far as selecting uh, Supreme Court members. Well, we've had this for 120 years. What's wrong with the current system? Now, now, that's give, the me, next now give me another one. That's now, the that's next that's question. Really, you failed, no, wait you a second. failed miserably three times. That's not true. You just, you, just don't want to, you just don't that, want to admit... Asked and answered. You just don't want to admit that he's not getting no, tough follow-up questions. Those questions were asked and answered. Well, there's no point in continuing this because you won't accept the fact that he has well, not answered these questions the straight out. He answered the questions. All right, but he's not answering them. He's not getting follow-up questions. He's not he's answering them the way you want him to be answered. You want him to say he's a liar, and okay. he's not going to say that. All right, Joe, are you going to ban fracking? Now, you, you said he's, you've said you would, you've said you wouldn't, you've said you would, you said you wouldn't. What are you going to do? He says that he is going to ban fracking and oil usage eventually by 2050. <laughs> oh, so he's going to be in office till 2050. He's going to be in office till 2050. Wow, that's a well, long time. Well, he's going to get things in. Things It'll just seem like it. It'll you can do it within that amount of time. He's going to put a program together. Yes. So now that one was answered. Well, that's now, not. You, now, that's not really true because he's not. He's not telling the truth. He's not. He's not saying. Oh, so now it's, he didn't answer the question, but now he answered the question. But, but he's again, not telling the truth. it's not just the question; it's the follow-ups. In other words, uh, his answer. Yeah, and Donald Trump told the truth on Sunday on Sunday night on 60 Minutes, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did several times. He told several truth. He made yeah, several true statements. You, know, you, you bad dad, you're a Republican, and you stick up for that guy. If the Republicans said that two plus two was 98. You would fight like the devil to say that that's true. And if Biden said the same thing, you'd be right out and there leading the way, charge for it. Thing, and another thing you are way wrong on is Barack Obama did not separate children from their parents. That was Donald Trump's. That's another one of his lies. He says that Barack Obama started that program. And he continued it on. Well, then that why did and let, oh, then, wait a second? Wait, hold it. Separated hold it. Children hold it. Hold it. Hold it. From if, their it parents and Tom, they cannot Tom, hold it for a second. If Barack Obama didn't separate the children from the parents, why did he build the cages? Why did he build the cages? Yes. Why did Barack Obama build the cages if he wasn't going to separate the children from their families? So you have some place to put people. <laughs> he didn't separate. He didn't separate. You have to keep people separated from one another a certain right, and that's all the way. president Trump's you're doing. Taking the kids and putting the kids in one cage and putting the well, parents the pictures, in another cage. But that's, that's exactly. That but that's exactly what he did. The pictures that no, they showed. It wasn't. Yes, it was. The not, pictures they not, showed. Barack Obama did not take kids away from their parents. 
and send their parents back to their country. Well, then who were those? Who were those kids in the cages? Obama did not do that. That is very, very cruel. That is child abuse. Tom, and you guys are voting for him. Tom, whose pictures? Who were the kids in those pictures in the cages that were taken during the Barack Obama administration? Who were those kids? And they were in there with their parents. No, they weren't. They were there alone. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Look at the pictures. They weren't. And if they were, they were not separated. They might have been in there while they were interviewing the parents. They did not. They did never did Barack Obama separate parents from their children and send the parents back to their country and leave the kids here. Now they can't find the parents. Never right. We're going to stop never. you there. <laughs> We're going to call this never. one a draw. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for calling in today. Joe, one of our listeners, sends a note uh, you can answer when we return. Exactly what questions does Joe think were tough and perhaps unfair of... Uh, of obviously president delivered by Leslie Stahl to President Trump. What are the tough and unfair questions to the president? Yeah, think about that when we okay. come back. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's You're the other guy's the way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. In this election, the health and financial security of voters over 50 are on the line. That's why AARP Pennsylvania is fighting for your voice to be heard. If you haven't voted yet, now is the time to learn about your voting options and cast your ballot. We're working to make sure you can vote safely whether you choose to vote from home or in person. And if you choose to vote by mail, make sure you return your ballot using both envelopes. Your ballot goes in the smaller envelope for secrecy, and that goes into the larger envelope for mailing. Also, don't forget to sign the voter declaration on the back. Your voice matters. Make sure it's heard. Go to aarp.org slash pavotes to learn about your voting options and how to vote safely this election. Visit aarp.org slash pavotes today. Paid for by AARP. This month, Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation and Evangelical Community Hospital are painting the valley pink to promote breast cancer awareness. Who's at risk for breast cancer? All women. Studies show that during your lifetime, you have a one in seven chance of developing breast cancer. The majority of women with breast cancer have no known risk factors. So talk to your doctor about a mammogram and be sure to do monthly self-exam. Protect yourself. Thank you for the support of our fine sponsors who make this possible. Evangelical Community Hospital and Central Vision Eye Care Montreal. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Bill Hillgrove, the voice of the Steelers and Pitt Panthers. And the shame of it was just the way things came down that the Steelers prepared for the Titans and didn't prepare for a bye week, and then bang, suddenly they got a bye week. Well, 
you know, I like Tomlin's attitude. We'll deal with it. And that's what you have to do. Yeah, is it well, fair? No. But life isn't fair. And life is what you make it. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. We've got a couple of folks uh, waiting in line. Uh, you want to start at the top, Joe, yes, or where uh, do you want to go? Tom is great at hitting all the CNN and MSNBC talking points. Here's a suggestion, Tom. Turn on the TV and get out, and turn off the TV, rather, and get out and enjoy life. You sound very unhappy. And then 2050 for oil ban, Tom. He said 2025 and 2035 during the debate. Which is it, Tom? Is that the same as we're all going to die in 10 years if we don't do something about global warning? Warming, rather, they've been talking, uh, telling us that for over 30 years, Tom. Okay, and another one. One more. Good morning. I believe the American people know Trump is guilty by Robert Mueller and want him in jail. Lock him up. 2020. (laughs) Thanks. You don't hear that at a Biden rally. Lock him up. Lock Lock him up. up. Washington Post says uh, Joe Biden responded by stating correctly that the Obama administration did not systematically separate parents from their children at the border, a practice that generated such backlash that the First Lady and President Trump's daughter, Ivanka, joined the groundswell of people that pressured him to end it. Right, and he did. It ended. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our telephone number. Steve, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, I, I just couldn't resist. You know, when Joe Branahan starts coming up with these false equivalencies, you talk. You said you came up with two falsehoods from Joe Biden. One was that he finished like at the top of his class turned out he didn't finish at the top. He probably finished somewhere near the bottom. Uh, that was the one. Uh, and the other thing is this plagiarizing. He plagiarized one time. It was when he was running for president back in the 80s. He took part of a speech that a politician in England had given. He took part of that speech and he incorporated it into his own speech. So that's two. But John McGranahan, he says no, then that's the equivalent of 2,500 lies that Donald Trump has told. And, and Mark, you were being gracious by whittling that number from 20,000 lies that Trump has told down to 2,500, <laughs> plus the fact, plus the fact, plus the fact that Trump lies every time he does one of his rallies by saying the pandemic is rounding the corner. Rounding the corner. My God, we are not. It's probably as bad as it's ever been. Where would you even begin listening to this show, Steve? You forgot forgot three other lies where he said he graduated with three degrees, in addition to being the top of his law class. Okay, that's three. You forgot that he said, I absolutely never said I would ban fracking. Well, he's on record as saying he would ban it. Look, walking right up to a little girl and saying, look in my eyes, I will get rid of fossil fuels and fracking. So, I mean, he does the same thing the president does. He flip-flops, he lies, he talks to the audience that he's with. Not even, not even, not even close. Your hero, Ronald Reagan, had Iran-Contra next to his name, and yet you still genuflect every time anybody brings up his name. And Barack Obama had Fast and Furious, and that really worked out well, too. That didn't oh, yeah. Stick, and see, and see, that's another one. You guys, you throw these conspiracies out there that, 
What? Well, that's not a conspiracy. That's proven. You guys, you've never heard of Fast and Furious? Come up with these things. You've never heard of Fast and Furious, the I've gun program? Yeah, I've heard of it because because crazy people on uh, Fox News and one crazy person on on the mark brings it up. But you know, nothing nothing was ever made of it. And I'm sure I'm sure that because the media wouldn't cover it. Well, actually, it was brought up. media. It was brought up. You're just ignoring yeah. it. That's and the problem. And while we're talking about cages, while we're talking about children in cages, how about the 545 children separated from their parents by the Trump administration, and now the parents can't be found? They'll turn up. They're looking for them. Great. That's great, Joe. And then at the debate, at the debate, Donald Trump says, those children are being treated very well. What are you doing, Donald? You're giving them free gym memberships? Is that how you're doing it? That's wonderful. And <laughs> you know yourself, this whole thing about children in cages, that was, just, that was not just an accident by the Trump administration. That was Stephen Miller, his uh, immigration guru, who said, let's do it. The base will love it. What's so? Well, let me ask on. you this question then: If if this is so bad, why did Barack Obama build those cages, and who were those children photographed in them during his administration that he tried to pass off as being Trump's photos? Well, apparently, he didn't build them. That's a myth. That's not a myth. He did build them. My, my understanding is, under the Obama administration, when children were brought uh, by adults that were not their parents, or by adults that. Uh, were were criminals or were other troublemakers or were brought in by these, you know, they call them uh, coyotes, coyotes, coyotes right. Those were the ones who were separated. That's that is my understanding of who was separated. How did they determine that? I don't see whiz, Joe. You know. <laughs> I spent time down in the Texas. Well, you border, always tell me you research. You always tell me you check everything out. I'm just checking well, to see if you did. Well, not before I call you. You get me so upset. <laughs> and I thought, let's spend the rest of it. Let's spend the last week just relaxing. And, so, and then I had to turn on, on the mark. And I said, here's your Why did you do another, that? Let me throw this up, too. This nonsense. I have Steve, 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 Steve. Steve, did you vote yet? No, I'm going to do it in person. On Election Day. Good for you. Okay. Good for you, Steve. I agree with you. Thank you so much for calling in, sir. Okay. Thanks. Take care, Steve. Care you. See you later, man. Uh, we'll be right back. Our callers and texts and emails are plenty. We shall be right back. I, I am going to let Joe uh, ask the question. Joe McGranahan asked the questions of Joe Biden. What are these tough questions you're not getting answers to? We'll get those shortly. Whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. Treated like a champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under twenty grand for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays, L.A. Dodgers. No 
matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. What's in a name? Everything. When your name stands for 100 years of quality, care, and commitment to this community. This year, switch to a Medicare plan from a name you trust. Geisinger. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plan started $0 a month, including coverage for medical, hospital, and prescriptions with most plans. With a $0 deductible, $0 preventive care, and $0 vaccines. Plus options for dental, vision, and hearing benefits. Learn more at GeisingerGold.com slash radio. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans give you access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more from a company founded here and dedicated here. Because where you come from and what you stand for matters. For a Medicare Advantage plan you can count on in uncertain times, switch to Geisinger. Visit GeisingerGold.com slash radio to learn more today. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's Commercial Division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. We got two callers uh, lined up. Dan, I'm not sure we're going to get to you. We got to get uh, Chris on the line. First time callers get through first. Uh, Chris, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, the the children in cages under Obama lasted for a month when large groups of children started showing up at the border. Yeah, what did they call the they cages? Then? They didn't call them cages. Uh, they needed to they needed to put people somewhere. That was their solution. Well, they solved the problem, and they solved the problem by working very hard to find places to move them to. It took about a month. That was it. They worked hard to get rid of it. The Trump people thought this was a good thing to separate children from their parents and did it intentionally in order to scare people off from showing up with their children. Are you listening, Joe? That was Joe? their plan. It was cruelty. It was design cruelty. They were warned by the people in the departments that they wouldn't be able to reunite them if they sent the parents back home again. And they did it anyway to be intentionally mean. It was part of their policy to be that way on purpose. So don't give me any of this equivalency junk. Joe, you're 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 defending something that's indefensible. 
Well, I, I wasn't Paul. there. Were you at the southern border? Do you know the exact circumstances? Or are you just reading the liberal left-wing media? Oh, do you know anything at all except how to ask questions that are stupid? Like, what's stupid about it? You don't have an answer. <laughs> Who does that make stupid? I told you my answer. What I'm saying is even Steve admitted he wasn't the southern border. I wasn't there. I don't know under what circumstances it was Did done. Did you read what the... the well, let the, me finish. What Miller said about it? Let Did me you finish. Read his plans? Let Did me you see that it was all intentional? Let me finish. I have. All right, let me finish. I, well, I, but come you on, see, have you or haven't you? Oh, I'm going to finish my answer because you asked me one question. I want to give you an answer to it. I, do, I wasn't at the border. I don't know the exact circumstances. I don't know whether every one of them was justifiable or every one of them wasn't. All well, I'm I saying maybe is that... Maybe you don't want to. Well, maybe you don't want to know what Joe Biden thinks about packing the court and what, what he thinks about taking money from China, but we know these are the facts that we have to deal he with. He wasn't taking money from China. Well, he was taking money from his sons. Who's the big guy? No, he wasn't. Who's the big guy? <laughs> I don't know. You Maybe believe, it's a made-up email. Do you, you have believe, any proof that that email's even genuine? Well, no one's, yeah, no, no, one, no one's denying it, and the, no one in the, and the Biden camp is denying they're genuine. And they've been asked. Well, they don't know what Hunter put on his computer, do they? Well, they do if they if check it, his computer. Even if, if it is his computer, which you also don't know. Well, no. he hasn't denied Darn. it. Sorry, Chris. Who, Hunter or Hunter, Joe? Hunter or Joe. Neither one of them's denied it's his computer. Well, so what? Well, Does because of what's true? on it. Thank you, thank you. i got to step in. Chris, call back first thing in the morning, and you can have Joe for lunch still further. No, you can't. We have a debate tomorrow. Not, Not till nine. Debate. Okay. <laughs> it's a forum, anyway. Yes, State Senator John Gordner and Michelle Siegel going to be here tomorrow. That'll be at 9 a.m. tomorrow, well, 9.06 uh, tomorrow.